Welcome to Revved Up for Sunday, everyone. We are the clergy and staff of St. Mark's Episcopal Church in New Canaan, Connecticut. I'm Elizabeth Garnsey. I'm Rob Schwartz. I'm John Kennedy. And we are facing the um, gospel from Matthew. We finally get a little break from violence and there's no sex. This is the third point in America's favorite trifecta, <laughs> money. Mm. So let's hear the text. <laughs> Matthew 22, 15 to 22. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this and whose title? They answered, The emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him and went away. It's a good one. Well, John's been uh, quoting Star Wars the last couple of times, and I feel like I've been missing out. So to quote one of my favorite Star Wars characters, Admiral Akbar, mm. it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> He's got to watch out in this one. Oh, I love Admiral yeah. Akbar. <laughs> not the first trap and not the last That's for, right. for Jesus. But um, yeah, we're, so yeah, we're here in just really following right on last week's gospel. We're marching yes. right through this section of Matthew and um, the Pharisees have, you know, tried to trap him every which way. And now mm -hmm. they send their disciples yes. and some Herodians. And so the disciples and the Herodians are not people. I mean, the Pharisees disciples and the Herodians aren't really people who would get along outside no. of uniting against Jesus. Interesting, right? Yeah. I think the Herodians are sort of loyalists to Rome, open loyalists yes. to Rome. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Pharisees are like the legal gatekeepers of the temple and um, believe that the Torah is, of course, the only law to follow. Mm -hmm. So here they are kind of uniting against Jesus, which in itself is sort of interesting. He's bringing Quite. people together, bringing people you know, together. from opposite sides, that's which beautiful. is a very Girardian insight. It, it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. So um, uh, so tell me, what do, you, what do one of you guys think? That's a little setup. Well, I think this is a, a packed little story, I was going to say pack a little parable because that's an alliteration, but this is not a parable. It follows parables, but uh, this is getting at the heart of what kind of movement Jesus is leading. What kind of Messiah is he, right? Because as mm -hmm. we've been saying for the last few weeks, this all, these, this stretch of Matthew that we're in all takes place during Holy Week. Mm -hmm. um, that is, Palm Sunday has already happened. So the triumphal entry with people waving palm branches and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, uh, obviously a messianic exclamation this has already happened mm -hmm. so jesus is openly way out in the open now as a messianic figure mm -hmm. and the question of what to do about money roman money the the money of the occupier and the taxes of the occupier demanded uh by them uh, uh from the occupied is a question that, that strikes right at the heart of who does jesus think he is and what is he trying to do uh, a conventional Messiah in, in the Judaism of Jesus' day 
might have been expected to refuse to pay the temple tax because the Messiah was commonly thought to be a revolutionary figure. Jesus was a revolutionary figure, was and is revolutionary. But as we're going to unpack, I think, and of course, as we've been exploring all throughout this podcast, really revolutionary in a different sort of way. So it's Mm -hmm. super interesting. Yeah. No, absolutely. And um, I mean, he's in this, this situation. It seems like, well, I would start out by saying I like how they started off almost like kind of flattering Jesus a little bit, throwing some compliments, even though it's mm-hmm. really like, right. you know, you're so impartial and you don't worry about the opinions and, mm-hmm. and, and whatever you say. And right off the bat, he's calling them hypocrites because he's like, come on, that's, that's mm-hmm. not really what you think of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, but also, it's, it's really just language they're putting out there. So when he does lean one way or another, they can be like, aha, see what he thinks. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. Jesus says, yeah, you know, that if he's in favor of the taxes, the people... Uh, are going to be upset with them, especially yeah. those who are oppressed and, and who are really hit by this tax. And if he goes the other way and says, like you were just saying, if he says, no, forget the taxes, you know, it's, he's more on the side of, of God and the people and all that, then all of a sudden now the, the government's got reason to really uh, mm-hmm. come after him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just like in all the things, he used parables to kind of prove his point. Now he's using an object lesson. And I love yeah. that he says... Uh, you know, oh, who's who's got a coin on them? Jesus doesn't just pull out a coin with the the emperor's image on it, and mm-hmm. it said, um, you know, basically compares the emperor to God and yeah. the language on it. It does. Mm-hmm. But here come the Pharisees, right? Are the ones to pull out the coin mm-hmm. in the temple mm-hmm. with an image of you know someone else that they're saying is right. God. So um, and there's I the mean, hypocrites. Yeah, right. It's line. Like, boom. So yeah, let, let's talk about that that coin because that that the Bible doesn't tell us that. Right. right? This is this mm-hmm. is sort of uh, extra. Uh, uh, research we have to turn to 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 um, to know exactly what the significance of this coin is. So, so Rob, you already touched on it, but but the coin would have the image of the emperor, as as the text does tell us. But what the text doesn't tell us is what it probably said, which was uh, wait a tick, Tiberius Caesar, son of the divine Augustus. There you go, mm-hmm. so son of God. <laughs> Right, uh, which is right. idolatry, right? The Old yeah. Testament prohibits um, mm-hmm. the the use of of images of of people uh, on or, or or gods on money. Right. Yeah. And that's really what this is about. I think you know, if we just back up a second, um, this is in a string of encounters. He's he's already he's in the midst of in the temple. Um, you know, after he's just told all those parables that we've been hearing the last three or four weeks, and now they're down to their la- their next plan B strategies of trying to trap him with law questions mm. and stuff. And so it's really not a question about taxes because the, the Deuteronomy already says it's okay to pay the taxes, you know, but it's more a question of, of authority and how to pay the taxes, you know? Um, and so it's not like, you know, I mean, the Pharisees pay the tax. They don't like openly, they resent, they resent it openly and they complain about it, but it's the zealots and stuff who who protest and don't right. want to pay it, and then um, and I I've read that that zealot movement that was triggered by the institution of this tax mm. when Judea became a Roman state, um, that 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 sort of rebellion is what eventually led to the terrible war that took down yeah. the temple, you know, sixty years later. So they you know this confrontation with Jesus is to sort of see how far he'll go i think and and there he's this is all following that first question of by whose authority do you do all these things and it seems like jesus is 
this is an easy one. It's like they're throwing him the easiest pitch and they think they're really going to get him. Mm -hmm. But he's like, you know, here you are carrying the coin in your pocket in the temple. Right. You know, and um, and I like that when they're they're flattery to him, they kind of step right in it because they're they're saying to him, you show no partiality. Like, (laughs) you know, they've heard him take on their bosses the pharisees or their Mm -hmm. teachers you know and he's they've heard him not even regard their authority with partiality right so i think that that might be what they're saying is you know you're you're brave enough to speak your mind you know Mm -hmm. what do you think really Mm -hmm. tell us a way out of school like what what we can really yeah uh, how far can we go so he's so brilliant you know he's not no way he's going to step in the trap and he always turns these things around to trap Mm -hmm. the people who are trying to entrap him but um yes. but yeah the coin is is something yeah you're i mean I'm, I'm astonished again and again by jesus's quickness on his feet mm-hmm. is um uh I, there's a good book that i turn to often generally and for these podcasts called um the kingdom within by john sanford who is an episcopal priest yeah, and a Jungian good. analyst mm-hmm. and um you know young uh young's thought was was the basis for the myers-briggs personality says he's actually mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the Myers-Briggs right. test as a thing so if you don't like Myers-Briggs don't hold that against Young <laughs> but um but uh you know he talked about the thinking function and the feeling function and mm-hmm. Jesus was just incredibly developed in both right um you know he responded he, he was emotionally available and connected to what was going on going on around him and who was around him and what they were going through but equally he was very intellectually sharp I mean right. he says the things that I think most of us certainly me uh, later think about, like if we had like somebody said something to us and we didn't know what to say, mm-hmm. caught us off guard mm-hmm. in the moment. We're like, uh, and then later like, oh, that's right. what I should have said. <laughs> right. He says it just right away. He's got it. Yeah, he totally does. It's and the shadow side he doesn't really have on the yes, union. <laughs> I guess so, being the son of God and all. <laughs> but um, just to say that what he says here is is very, very uh, kind of ingenious, I would say, not kind of, truly ingenious. This is not an obvious response. Um, this seems like a pretty good trap that's been laid for him. Mm-hmm. But he finds his way out of it, and he turns it back on them. First of all, I just love the use of hypocrite, because I think, as we've, as I know we've talked about in the podcast before, a hypocrite um, means actor in, in Greek. Oh, right. That's and... So good. Um, the actual mm-hmm. translation, I, I didn't write it down here, but it has something to do with uh, uh, one who interprets from beneath, which is a reference to the masks worn mm-hmm. in, in uh, Hellenistic theater, in mm-hmm. Greek theater. Um, so Jesus is telling them that you're not sincere, you're not authentic, you're just mm-hmm. acting. This is not, uh, your, your whole lifestyle is not an expression mm-hmm. of of true piety, but rather it's a show, right? Uh, which is... Um, Obviously, quite a dig, but but one that that seems, in in this case anyway, and so many others in the Gospels, merited. Um, I, you know, this passage is is used for for uh, answering the question of of what Christians' relationship to political power could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a one size fits all. I don't think it is. But this idea that. Um, you know, this question of the image, right? So the image of Caesar is on the coin. And Jesus says, if that's whose image is on it, give it back to him. Almost to say, like, of what value, of mm-hmm. what ultimate worth, of what importance really mm-hmm. is this coin? It's just something that's floating around in the world, whatever. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I take his attitude to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
the subtext here is any Jew, certainly the Jews Jesus was talking to, would know whose image is stamped on us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The image mm-hmm. of God. Right. And so... Right in Genesis, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the mm-hmm. first chapter, you know, humankind, male and female, everybody made in the image of God. So if something, little coin that has Caesar's image on it needs to be given back to Caesar, what does that say about what we need to be doing, what we need to, who mm-hmm. we need to be giving ourselves over to mm-hmm. every day. And if we're hypocrites, you know, we're not doing that. Right. It calls, from the, calls for the deepest devotion and commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as Yoda said, you know, to be a Jedi mm-hmm. requires the deepest commitment. That's right. right. There's going to be more Star Wars quotes <laughs> as we go. Don't worry, folks. No. <laughs> and, um, and this is, of course, a major theme in Matthew. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, in, in the parables that precede this, we see, you know, the, the vineyard owner, uh, expects the good fruits mm-hmm. of, of yep. those he left in charge of his vineyard. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what Jesus is calling forth from from his hearers as well. Yeah, from his yeah. people. Well, and that's a big theme throughout Matthew. The you know what fruit do you bear, and and mm-hmm. what you know what fruit comes of what you're doing, and all of that. And I think he almost it's I mean it's kind of almost open ended, except for you know give this coin back to Caesar because it's Caesar's, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really spell out all the details of how do you know what is Caesar's, how do you know what is God's, mm-hmm. and all of that, and mm-hmm. so it's left up to their interpretation, and it's almost like live into it, like whatever you say you believe is, is God's, live into that, and if, and if you do, the fruit that's produced from it will show if you're really living into the ways of this world or the ways of the kingdom, so mm-hmm. to speak, mm-hmm. and, um, and if you're saying one thing and doing another, then you're being a hypocrite, like we're saying. Mm-hmm. So even that mm-hmm. comes into play there. So yeah. I think he's yeah. really trying yeah. to show that. Mm-hmm. But I really like what you said there, John, about, um, about you know, really thinking through uh, the image that's stamped on us, yeah. the image mm-hmm. that we're created in right. and, and living into that. Yeah. I think it's a wholesale dichotomy where Jesus is saying, you know, render to Caesar what Caesar's. He could have done full stop there. Like, that's the answer to yeah. their question, mm-hmm. right? But he goes beyond it to say, mm-hmm. and give to God what is God's. And as, as you've kind of spelled out, and, um, you know, if we're God's coins stamped in the image of God, that means our whole selves, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love that line in the right one, Eucharist. Um, ah, yes. We render unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies. It's too bad that's not in the right tune anyway. I know. <laughs> it's really lack. It's, yeah. the only, it's one of the things I think would have been a good carryover. Yeah. But, um to, to say our souls and our bodies, you mm-hmm. know, it's the yeah. physical, t- our whole entire selves. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I, I think is striking about this answer Jesus gives is there's no, um, you know, divine attribution to paying your taxes in yes. the civic life. You yeah. know, just pay them. And right. You're living on this earth, so yeah. participate. But it also, like James Allison points out, he's one of my favorite teachers in that Girardian mm-hmm. school, he points out that um, it's through Christianity, really, that we got the the secularization of law and mm. government in our modern world, and and that Jesus sort of teaches us how, in this passage, in a way, to de-divinize mm-hmm. any form of human government or wow. law, that, you know, they're they're to be worked through as any human thing is, mm-hmm. in, and, um, you know, while keeping our obedience and allegiance to God, we mm-hmm. work through these human things to the, as best we can and, you know, try to make sure we can obey the laws that we have without being unfaithful to the way of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, wow. and Jesus is the one who comes to kind of show that, you know, what's underneath all of our systems, which mm-hmm. is basically usually 
some form of violence or yeah. um, scapegoating or oppression, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, when we're working with the systems we have and rendering ourselves unto God, our souls and bodies, um, sometimes we have to take great risks or be, you know, work hard to change laws that we can't obey right. if it doesn't, it's not in keeping or, you know, not obeyable by all of the people mm -hmm. or not accessible. And, you know, Jesus, at least as we've discussed, and I think been learning is that Jesus is on the side of the, the victims and, you know, mm -hmm. the least, the most vulnerable in society. Um, so anyway, I think that's, a, as you started us out, John, this is like a very rich pack. It is yeah. seemingly yeah. straightforward passage, but mm -hmm. there's so much, um, so many implications in it for yeah. us. We looked at this and said, so oh, this is such a short one. And yet there's so yeah. much in it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the length of it does not necessarily mean there's nothing yeah. to say. But Jesus is, sure. he's really, you know, talking about th this idea that there's nothing divine about human authority at mm -hmm. all, you know, and yeah. actually Jesus authority yeah. covers all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of shocking how, it, you know, I mean, I don't think the intention of um, the Enlightenment and the American Revolution and so on was to uh, follow <laughs> Jesus. I don't think so. It, I mean, it was to divinize our whole yeah, system. I know. Yeah. Actually, as I say that, I know not everybody exactly thinks that. But, you know, the fact I mean, look at the Jefferson Bible. He was not, mm -hmm. um, uh, Just, you know, he, he was he was a <laughs> sort of a secular Christian. But mm -hmm. um, but it kind of gives us the opportunity, you know, to um, to live into some of this a little bit more than in the days when it seemed like religion had more status, when mm -hmm. indeed religion did have more status, when, you know, um, it was, whether it was the days of, of the Holy Roman Empire and so on in, in the Middle Ages, or, uh, you know, even um, even in England, or mm -hmm. the, 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 um, the, the mother of our own church, right? We're, mm -hmm. we're part of the Anglican Communion. Uh, we're even now the monarch is uh, the head of the church and defender of the faith and so on. Mm -hmm. um, that, that when you have that arrangement, uh, you, you miss these subtleties and you miss the, the, the radical, and, and by radical I mean like the, the, what's at the root mm -hmm. of what Jesus was about. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus was not about setting up a new uh, power structure to right. go along and compete with others right. and to take their place, yeah. uh, even though that's how things played out, you know, post-Constantine. Uh, Constantine, of course, being the emperor who not made uh, Christianity the, the uh, imperial religion, but paved the way for it by, mm -hmm. um, by converting to it mm -hmm. and legalizing it, because before that they were a persecuted minority. Mm -hmm. But... Um, but yeah, there are some, you know, I think, I, I think about this a lot because obviously, I mean, we went to our, our uh, Berkeley and, and Yale Divinity School convocation yesterday and, and in the sermon and, you know, just going to things like that. Um, we, we hear about the narrative of decline, not that they're pushing it, but it's just part of the conversation, mm -hmm. right? That, that obviously church numbers are down in the Episcopal church and every church mm -hmm. <laughs> just about, <laughs> and uh, not just an Episcopalian problem, but, uh, um, this era of, of, you know, religion becoming quite marginal um, mm -hmm. presents some opportunities, actually, for more faithful living and, and a deeper understanding mm -hmm. of what Jesus is actually about. Yeah. Which is, I, which is a good thing. Sorry, I keep knocking this table around today. <laughs> um, and, well, I like that Jesus really, the fact that he, like I was saying before, he kind of leaves it a little open-ended. He's telling them, like, think for yourself here. Do the work yourself. And I think that's a challenge in us. Like, we, we do have, you know, 
um, our teachings and our things that we hear in church. But then it's also on us to wrestle with these ideas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think yeah. there's a lot to that. And so um, I just, uh, you know, that that's kind of what I, one of the extra things I was taking away with this. It's like for us to, to figure out and wrestle with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just jumping to my t-shirt because I didn't mention my t-shirt last week but that's okay um and I didn't really have anything too too theological but I have my smash the patriarchy shirt on today and I thought Caesar probably wouldn't be a fan of that and now that I think about it I'm guessing the the Pharisees and the Herodians probably would have some issues with that I think too. they're pretty into I think the so. patriarchy they're pretty into yeah. the patriarchy right. and uh, if little Caesars wants to send me a t-shirt to wear we we made oh. you know uh you know do a little product placement there yeah, yeah right? under armor little Caesars <laughs> get it all on here yeah so <laughs> yeah well it's tricky you know our society's become quite um murky when it comes to summoning god uh to endorse all of our our wars and our our money it's on our money still um not to get into that controversy but um you know it, it is tricky to, as a christian to decide um what is god's and what is the nation's mm-hmm. and um and that yeah, they are not the is. same and not always this well they're not the same <laughs> so it that's the, even to say that is sort of a controversial statement in today's world i mm-hmm. think but um anyway yeah. i think we're at the end of our time we've really dug out a lot of great uh, richness from this yes. passage and uh, we invite all of you to please engage with us uh leave us a voicemail with your thoughts and responses and challenges uh challenges to our points of view um the number for our podcast line is 203 203- Four four two five zero zero two. Leave us a voicemail. And thanks for joining us. And we'll see you in church. 